be all right. Amen. Here we go. The letters in red. There they are. How many have a red letter Bible? You know what I'm talking about. There you go. Letters in red. Don't need to be a red letter Bible. All the words in the scripture are God's word. But I just think it's interesting to look specifically at what Jesus said. And the Bible says if of all his works that he did and all the talks that he gave, everything like that, they were written in the word that the libraries of the world couldn't contain them. So we have a specific amount that's given to us in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And Jesus is speaking. He's always been. You'll see him in the Old Testament. But we're talking about after he came, after he was born of a virgin, as he walked on this earth like you and I walked, and we lived like he lived. Those words, I just want to look at them. They're very important. That's what we've been doing. And we've been going in chronological order. So... Today's message, what Jesus, say it with me, what Jesus thinks, long title, about those who follow Him. And Roger and I chit-chatted. Why didn't we call that about what Jesus thinks about His followers? Well, that's different. It's what Jesus thinks about those who are following Him. He can have thoughts towards His followers, but His thinking is, if you follow me, this is what I think, and this is what you should do. All right? And a lot of people say, well, I'm a follower, but you ain't following. That sort of cuts it right there, don't it? Those that do what? Follow Him. So let's talk about it. What does Jesus think about those who follow Him? Let's look at it. We're going to unpeel the onion. Let's go, baby. Here we go. From that time, by the way, if you're for the first time, I use this big screen. Welcome the uh, live audience as well. Thank you guys for watching this morning and uh that's growing and growing and growing and growing. And you, when you go back up north, some of you, if you're here just for the weekend, whatever, watchfclive.com. Or if you put in Pastor Gary, two R's, boom, it'll take you over the website. You look at that and you can hit Watch FC Live. Is that right, Raj? That'll happen. You can watch us on Facebook. Join us live like many people are doing. And say hello to us. Many people are saying hi and Thank you. They're saying good morning to us. Good morning, church. They say that to us online. Isn't that cool? And then they're talking to one another, sending messages to one another. That's beautiful. Have people that are at home. Like, Coach, you've had your kid that's been sick, right? Amen. So, And you all been able to be at home. Yep, and, and uh, that's beautiful, isn't it? You can watch from home. Especially if you got that smart TV. Forget about it. You put it on a big TV. you got like a movie at the house. Amen. Hey, we also want to thank the Lord for uh, a coach I've coached with for many years. I love him. I married he and his wife years ago, but I love you, buddy. You know I love you, period. Flat out. Flat out. But God bless Don. He's our new head uh, football coach at Lemon Bay High School. Thank the Lord for him. Amen. Come on. Proud of you. Proud of you. But fact is, Ben, that's given me a new energy to want to come out and serve with you and help you and love on you and just bless you. Amen. And uh, so I'm just proud of you, buddy. I was proud of you before that, though. You hear me say? That's just a title. I was proud of you way before that. Amen? But you deserve it. Amen. So, from that time, Jesus began to preach. What are we talking about, those who follow him? From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, say this with me, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were, they were fishermen. 
And He said unto them, say it with me, Follow Me, and I'll make you what? Fishers of men. And they straightway, they left their nets, because that's the way they fish. Don't fish like this, like we do. With a line, with a lure, with a cork, whatever. They don't do that. Do it with the nets on the Sea of Galilee. I've been there many, many times. They catch a fish called, they call it now, it's like a pan fish, a brim. They call it St. Peter's fish. How many have been to Israel and eaten some St. Peter's fish? With the eyeballs looking at you. I don't do that mess. If it's looking at me, I'm not eating it. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, you know, I'm, I, mean, I feel bad. You know, no, 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 no. Cut the head off, I'll eat you. No problem. Anyway. <laughs> so, and going on from thence, he saw two other brethren, James, the son of Zebedee and John, his brother, in the ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Hey, boys. And they what? Immediately left the ship and their father and they followed him. And I, I don't have time to get into this this morning. I've given a message in the past. This can be quite lengthy on why did these jokers just up and follow Jesus like that? Well, he was a rabbi. He was a master. He was a master teacher. If they were ever going to follow a rabbi or master teacher, they better do it now. Because the Jewish rabbis and master teachers would have never called these guys. They have to know the first five books of the Bible, the Torah. They have to have had it memorized. Okay? And much of the other teaching. They've had to dedicate their whole life to that. They were unqualified, according to the Jewish rabbis of the day. So can you imagine when this 30-year-old rabbi comes on the scene and he calls them? You know what they did? They dropped the nets. And they said, buddy, this is my chance. This is my chance to follow a master teacher. Did I lose you or not? That should give us all encouragement. Well, I'm not good enough. God can't love me. Well, that's all bull. Bull, bull, bull. He loves you. He's calling you. And if you reject His call, that's on you. That's not on Him. You hear me today. For God so loved the what? World. That He gave His only begotten who? Son. That what? Whosoever believes in Him should not what? But have everlasting life. But I'm not good enough. Well, that's crazy. Can't think that way. Amen? They certainly didn't. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues. Whose synagogues? These Jewish rulers and rabbis. He took it right there. Took it right inside. That's why people didn't like him a whole lot. Amen? He didn't just have some secret society going on over here on the outside. No, 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 no. He took it right public. And people were following him. They'd not heard anybody talk like this. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. He was healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame, I guess so, went through all out Syria. Isn't it interesting we're hearing of Syria, Syria, Syria in the news all the time? You don't believe the Bible, do you? The Bible ain't true. It's just made up. Well, they did pretty good at making up places that still exist today, didn't they? The Bible's not made up. It's the truth. That's, that's us just again having our opinion. God don't love me. The Bible ain't true. That's all Satan just lulling you to sleep so you can burn in a devil's hell. Wake up! You hear me today? Come on! 
And he, they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with different diseases and torments and those that were possessed with devils. And here's where you and me qualify and those which were lunatic. <laughs> Amen. I'm sure that meant something other than just a little crazy. Those that had the palsy, and he healed them. And they're what? Say it with me. Followed him. Great multitudes of people. Amen. From Galilee, from Decapolis, from Jerusalem, from Judea, and from beyond the what? Thirty years old. He's off and running. Amen. Yes or no? Amen. So, our message today, though, what Jesus thinks about those who follow him. And that J looks just like a hook, don't it, sort of? What Jesus thinks about those who follow him. What Jesus thinks about those who follow him. Let's learn today. Number one, we've already learned. It was in the Scriptures. We read it. But I want to break it down for us. What Jesus thinks about those who follow him. Number one, for someone to follow Jesus, they must hear and receive his message. Say that with me. For someone to follow Jesus, they must hear and receive not the church, not the church's message. The church can sometimes screw this all up. Well, you got to do this, you got to read this, you got to do this when you're a baby, you got to do this when you're over here, you got to do this. If somebody dies, you got to go get some money to get them out of some place that don't exist. What is this? Y'all hear me, yes or no? Listen, we got to receive His message, not Gary's message. If my message ain't His message, don't receive my message. Do y'all hear me say, to be a follower, it's not receiving Gary's message. Now, if you want to be on a ball team, if you want to play on the, on the ball team, and coach Southwell, well, you better receive the coach's message. Because it is his way. Understand? But we ain't talking football. We talking heaven and hell. We talking Christianity. Amen? Say, receive Jesus' message. That's what you must do. So it begs the question then, okay, what was Jesus' message? What was his message? We already saw it, but look at it again. From that time, from that time when? Okay, he's baptized. This is my beloved son, whom I am well pleased. He went out in the wilderness, fought the devil. Remember? Now he's coming out of that. Angels ministered unto him, the Bible says. And now he's good to go. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Here is his message. Say it with me. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was his message. So, let's just look at it. Let's just break that down a little bit. I want to be a follower of Christ. What does he say to us who follow him? Can you say that six-letter ugly word with me out loud? One, two, three. You don't believe in that repentance. You don't preach that repentance, do you? No, I wouldn't want to preach like Jesus preached. Of course, that word repent, repent, repent. The word repent means to to basically turn around. See, I'm going this way. I'm not following the Lord. I'm doing my own thing. I'm doing what I want to do. Okay? Repent means to turn, though, and do what? Follow 
Him. Turn from your sin, yourself, your schemes, your own way, my own way, to who? To the Savior, Jesus Christ. So that's His message. Repent. Turn. Well, I want to do what I want to do, but I still want to do, you know, I still want to be one foot in, one foot out. That's not following. That's doing a split, okay? Say. And last time I saw a fellow last night playing in a basketball game. He did a split. I couldn't believe that joker got up after that. I'd have been in the hospital. I'm just saying to you, okay? Think about it. One foot here, one foot here, but I'm following. That's pretty hard to do that, ain't it? Try to walk around Inglewood like this. We'll make fun of you. All right? Can't do it, man. Come on. Repent. Turn and follow him. Reject all... This is his message. This is his message. Reject all other ways and follow who? The way. Jesus Christ. That's narrow, Clark. You're too narrow-minded. Well, narrow is the way. Now, broad is the way that leads to destruction. A lot of people walking like this. Okay? Not near as many folk walking like this. You hear me? Yes or no? Repent. Repent. Turn from your sin, your schemes, your ways, your whatever, your teaching, if it's not correct. We're talking about Jesus' message. Follow His message. Repent. Turn. Turn. And here's the cool thing. He's going to give you the strength to turn. He's going to be there. He's going to love you as you're turning. Not condemning you. We're condemned already. We're condemned already, the Bible says. Listen, the only way we're not going to be condemned is to turn. Wow. Isn't that crazy? We're this way. Condemn, condemn, condemn. And all we've got to do is like, wow, I'm not condemned. I think we need to turn around. Amen? Say. Come on. Now, the second part of his message. So repent. Say that with me. For the what? Kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. This was his message. Now remember, he's coming. He's preaching. There's been really no prophecy for 400 years. God hasn't spoken. They're looking for a Messiah. The Messiah to come and rule the world. To come and put under his feet. Roman rule and what have you to bring his kingdom on his earth on this earth. So his message was repent, follow me. For the kingdom of heaven is right before you. Did you get that? Yes or no? Repent. Turn around. Look. Woo! Here I am. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let's break that down. What's he talking about? Well, the setting up of the Davidic kingdom. That's what, been ta- that's what he's talking about. The kingdom of heaven. The Davidic kingdom. King of kings and Lord of lords. He will come one day. He will rule and reign on this earth. It will happen. That's his message. But, but, but wait, up. wait a minute. Keep looking. The people that walked in darkness, they've seen a great light. Prophecy. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath shined the what? The light. The light shined. This is prophecy. Say that with me. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of peace and of the increase of his government and peace 
There shall be no end upon the throne of David, upon His kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. His message is repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's happening. I'm here. Y'all, did I lose you or not? Yes or no? Guys, that's why all other roads are dead ends. Nobody else is the kingdom of heaven other than Jesus Christ. Nobody else is King of kings and Lord of lords. They can be nice people. But you know who ain't nice? To be honest with you, anybody that makes up a way that's just going to help you go to hell quicker. Did I lose you or not? Anybody that rejects this truth of the gospel and makes up another way, I just don't think that's very nice. Yes or no? Yes or no? Say Believe me, let's get a bus. We're going to hell. Listen, I don't want to believe that. Did I lose you? I know I talk too plain sometimes. Not very nice. He's the kingdom of heaven. Now, what is he talking about? Repent for the kingdom of heaven's at hand. The actual kingdom of God with Jesus as king of kings and lord of lords. That's what he's talking about. There is nothing else to talk about here. That's what he's talking about. Okay, it's not spooky here. It is a mystery. You know, because things are going to happen that the others didn't know about. The, prophet, the prophets didn't know. They, they thought Jesus would come and it would just start the, the kingdom here on this earth. But something had to happen. Let's keep looking. Jesus was not saying this was going to happen immediately. Say this whole thing with me. I think it's important. Jesus was not saying that this was going to happen immediately, but that no known or predicted event must intervene beforehand. He is here. He came on the scene. He was born of a virgin. He grew for 30 years. He's now out there preaching and healing and doing what the King of Kings and Lord of Lords does. Now, we've got a lot of people running around thinking that they're the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and they've got big TV shows and they're doing crazy stuff. Y'all listen to me, yes or no? Everybody that Jesus healed was healed 100%. Not like you see on TV. They get healed and they're still all limping and everything, yes or no? Y'all hear me, yes or no? Or these amazing healings they talk about, limbs growing back and all this kind of stuff. We got cell phones, just show us. Did, you, did I lose you or not? If you go to another country and you heal somebody, your arms grow back, pull out your cell phone so I can see it, would you? See, Jesus didn't hide anything. Did I lose y'all or not? He didn't hide anything. When He healed somebody, they were healed. Because He is the kingdom of heaven that's at hand. He's the Lord of lords and He's the King of kings. That's who He is. So, Jesus' return and His kingdom is imminent to us, guys. It could happen at any time. Because we know now He's gone away. I'm not trying to lose you, but this was His message. Repent, the kingdom of heaven's at hand. He has now died on the cross. He can come again. But, 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 when Jesus was preaching right then to His, to his crowd, when Jesus was preaching right then, no one realized that He would be rejected. That's why when He comes into Jerusalem, remember? And they're hollering, hollering what? Hosanna! What does that mean? Save now! Save now! Kill all the Romans! Save now! That's what they were wanting Him to do. Hold the phone. It ain't like you think it's going to be. 
Because all, everybody, all of humanity needs a Savior. This kingdom of heaven ain't going to work with you still in your sins. Did I you getting that? Yes or no? So, at the time, his followers, his disciples, remember what Peter said? He told Peter, he told the, the disciples, you know, I'm going to go. The Son of Man's going to be, you know, rejected. He's going to be crucified. And what did Peter say? Not so, Lord! What did Jesus say to Peter? Get behind me, Satan. They didn't, but we can't put Peter down for that. Peter didn't know everything. Here's Jesus. Here's the Messiah. We've watched his miracles. We've seen the things that he's done. We're listening to his message. His teaching the scriptures is incredible. Messiah is here. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. But the problem was there's going to be a whole lot of suffering between now and when I come back and set up my kingdom. There's also going to be a whole lot of saving going on. Amen? So this is his message. But they didn't realize he'd be rejected. They didn't realize there would be the preaching of the cross. No, they didn't have an idea. The disciples had no idea that after he'd be crucified, they're going to be talking about the cross. You understand? There was no cross when they were following him. But now he's crucified later, he's resurrected, he's gone. Go to all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Baptize them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Say. So they had no idea. There would be the calling out of the church. That's us, guys. I'm glad we, get, we got a chance. Amen? Say. We got a chance to repent. Kingdom of heaven's at hand. But at the time, Jesus' message, he was speaking, repent for the kingdom of heaven's at hand. This was a mystery, it was. It was locked up in the secret council of God. They thought, and I know this a little bit deep, I'm not trying to lose you today, but they thought that Messiah would come and just rule and reign right then. Okay? And that's okay for them to think that. That's what they had. And this was a mystery that was locked up, but it was there. Remember Isaiah 53? He was despised and rejected. Remember, a lamb would be led to the slaughter. Remember? Okay, all we like sheep have gone astray. Everyone's turned to his own. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. But they didn't see it. They missed it. So they wanted him to rule and reign right then. Didn't happen. But that's his message. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Jesus speaking, the kingdom of heaven's at hand. Okay, let's, let's dig a little deeper. He answered and said unto them, Because it's given to you to know it, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of, of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it's not given. You and I have some mysteries today that weren't given to his followers and his disciples. They didn't see it. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Can you imagine all the prophets down through the ages when Jesus was speaking to his disciples? He looked at him and said, boy, 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 a lot of folks down through the ages have longed to see what you see. The kingdom of heaven standing right in front of them. <laughs> That's his message. Repent for the kingdom of heaven's at hand. What does Jesus think about those who follow, follow him? Now we're dig digging a little deeper. Say those three words loud. One, two, three. Believe the... 
Gospel. Believe the Gospel. That's Jesus' message. Now, after that John was put into prison, this is basically the same exact story about Jesus calling the disciples, but it's from Mark's perspective and it's shorter. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the Gospel of the Kingdom. Repent for the Kingdom of Heaven's at hand. And He said unto them, The time is fulfilled. The Kingdom of God is at hand. Same message. Look at it. Say it with me. Repent and do what? Believe the Gospel. What's Jesus' message to us today? What is Jesus' words, letters in red, to His followers? Repent and believe the Gospel. Say that with me. Repent and believe the Gospel. And I know I'm ugly sometimes, guys, but to a lot of us, that ain't good enough. That ain't enough! We want to hear some spooky word from God. We want to hear this. We want to hear that. Since when is repent and believe the Gospel not good enough? Y'all hearing me or not? Say, that's what I need. You know what I need more than anything in my life? To repent. I don't know about y'all if y'all got it all by the tail now and everything's going good. But I have to repent. I still struggle. I'm, I messed up, guys. I just, I'm just like, I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, we're in trouble here at Fellowship. I have to still repent. I have to turn from my way, my scheme, often. Now, I'm a believer in Christ, but I still need that. I don't need some new word. That old word's what I really need. And believe the gospel. Believe Him and be saved. Guys, we get so far sometimes. We're a Christian, but then we get so far from the love of God. We, we move so far from the love of God. We get over here to church politics. and We get over here and we're over here judging people. Get back over here, man, to the love of God. Y'all hear me or not? Repent. Yeah, praise the Lord. Repent. Believe this. Right here. Right here. This will change your family. This will change your family. It will give you peace in your life. You'll be happy. You get over here in all this la-la land, I'm going to tell you, you have some problems. Here we go. What's the gospel, the word mean? It means what? Sit with me. Good news. The gospel's good news, and by the way, it's good enough. Oh, no, you need the gospel, but then you need this to happen on top of the gospel. I don't think so. This is his message. I don't know what you're going to do. You have as free country. I'm going to repent and believe the gospel. I'm going to follow Christ. When I see myself falling off the wagon, I'm going to repent again. And repent again. And repent again. Amen? Say, what's the plan here? I'm going to keep turning from my way to His way. If you can help me do that, you help me do that. All right? And I'll help you do that. Jesus literally preached. This was His message. We're talking about what Jesus' message was to His followers. I know I'm, this is crazy. I'm all over the place, but I'm really not. His message was this. Say it with me. Believe in me. Now this is really, really, really what Jesus was saying. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was really saying, say those three words. I am. Woo, I like that. One more time. I am salvation. Can we do it one more time? I am salvation. What does the name Jesus mean? Now, fellowship, I've, we've taught you this. What does the name Jesus mean? If somebody knows it, holler it out. God saves. That's what His name means. 
I am salvation. Repent, all you that are going wherever you're going. And turn. Why? Because I am salvation. That's his message. That's his message. That's his message. Do you get it? Yes or no? And listen, when you repent and you turn to I am salvation, you get the kingdom of heaven. You get the kingdom of heaven. When he comes, he sets up his kingdom. You die, you go to heaven to be with the Lord. What? Listen, when you get Jesus, you got it all. You hear me? This is His message. Jesus means God saves. Repent. I, I love that though. I am salvation. Don't you like that? Yes or no? It really puts to rest a lot of the confusion. You know, what about these people? They're good people, but they don't believe in, in Jesus. Well, then they don't believe in salvation. They believe in good works and doing good to people and helping. I'm not putting them down for that. But if you don't believe that Jesus is salvation or what, who you believe in isn't salvation, then Jesus is the only name given among men where you must be saved. Pretty simple here. Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled, guys. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Believe in me. I'm God's son. I am salvation. Jesus said unto him, say it with me, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by... If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. From henceforth you know him and you've seen him. What does God look like? Looks like me. Behold, the kingdom of heaven's at hand. If you know him... You've seen me, then you've known him, and you've seen him. The kingdom of heaven. We started out early that God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, they're in complete agreement here. When you look at the letters in red of Jesus, that was another message, but it's really important to keep that in mind. Now, Jesus could not have been what? You can't get clearer than repent, turn from every other way. The kingdom of heaven's at hand. How hard is this? Repent. Your way's wrong. This is the only way. I am salvation. Y'all got it? The reason I'm hammering is you might say, you're killing me, Clark. I knew this like last year. Well, then why is the church still screwed up about it? Why do I turn on TV and I hear this and I hear that? Why are so many people walking around on their way to hell? Because they believe I'm a good person. I'm a this. I'm a that. I can go to heaven. Well, not without salvation, you can't. This is what Jesus thinks about those who follow Him. Those who follow Him are going to repent and they're going to believe that He is salvation. Got it? There is salvation in no other. That sounds narrow. Well, good. Let's, let's, let's quote the Bible. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven, given among men, whereby we, we what? Must be saved. The name of Jesus. Right from your Bible, guys. There's no other way around this one. Jesus says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was what? Lord, that's what my name means, He says. My name means God saves. Why'd you come, Jesus? To save. Save who? People that need saving. Sinners. Okay? Make no mistake about it. He preached that He was salvation. He was the what? 
He's the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He is the only hope that you and I will ever have. Jesus Christ. The good news is the gospel. The good news is the gospel, guys. Listen to the parting shots from religious rulers when Jesus was on the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests mocking Jesus said among themselves and the scribes. See, they knew his name. They knew what his name was. Joseph said, now don't you call him Joseph. You call him Jesus. Remember? Because that's what the angel of the Lord told Joseph. Don't you name him after you, Jack or Joseph, whoever you are. You name him Jesus. Because he's going to save his people from his sins. They knew what his name meant. And here's what they said. He's on the cross. And look what they said to him. Say it with me. He saved others himself. You couldn't have been a more insulting statement to him. You're not who you said you were. You're a liar. That's pretty tough, isn't it? And the people stood beholding, and the rulers with them derided him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he be the Christ. If his message, repent, the kingdom of heaven's at hand, I'm salvation. Can't you hear? This is his message. This was everything. Stay steady on that. His message was clear, guys. He is Messiah. He is what? Don't lose that. Sometimes we can say He's Messiah. And I'm talking about normal folk like us. We, we can just not understand totally Messiah. But don't, don't, don't be confused by that. That means He is salvation. He is salvation. He is salvation. Now that's plainer English for me. But He was rejected. He was rejected. He was rejected by folks, and people are still doing it today. That's what, this is what Jesus thinks about those who follow Him. Now, those who don't follow Him, here's what Jesus thinks. You ain't following me. I don't know you. Well, I do this and that and the other way. It doesn't matter. I never knew you. Reject, I, I reject you. Because you rejected me. That's his message, his followers. Number two, second part of that message, we must forsake all and follow him. I've got to hush quick. We must forsake all and follow him. That's his message. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, Andrew, his brother, casting a net. They were fishermen. He said, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. They straightway left their nets, and they followed him. Follow me, Jesus says. Follow me. I will make you fishers of men. I'm just going to run with it, Raj. Lay down your nets. Lay down your nets, boys. Stop fishing for material rewards and sustenance. Stop fishing for that. Stop doing that. Follow me. Catch a vision. Say catch a vision. Catch it one more time. Catch a vision of a, har of a spiritual harvest of souls. Follow me and change people's lives forever. Change people's How many would say since you put your faith in Jesus Christ, He has changed your life forever? Can I see your hand? Forever. This is what we do at Fellowship Church. We're in the business of seeing people's lives changed forever. Forever! Rockingham. <laughs> Drunk mama. Hellraiser. Preacher. Now that's funny. He changed my life forever. It's incredible. That's the message. Follow me. They straightway left their nets and they followed him. So they left their nets. 
No ifs, no buts, no wavering. This is Jesus' message. You follow me. This is what Jesus says to his followers, those that follow him. Repent, the kingdom of heaven, that's his message. You follow me. You lay it down. Catch the vision. Do it and do it what? Now. And don't look back. Do not look back. Do not look back. They followed him, not some profession. Christianity has become a profession for people. People like me, it's my profession. It is what I do. But you know what? I don't look at what I do as a profession. I don't follow a profession. Get out of high school. I'm going to get me go be find me a profession. I'm going to be a minister. I'm following a person. His name is Jesus. I'm no different than you. Period. Amen. Praise the Lord. No different than you. No different than you. Don't put me up here where that's your profession. I need to respect you. I appreciate the respect. Respect me because I'm respectable. Don't respect me just because of my profession. Amen. Say. And if somebody has my job and they're not respectable, don't respect them. Excuse me. Amen. Say. Come on. We follow a person, not a profession. We're professional Christians now. You can have all that mess. Keep looking. They left their father and their families and they followed him. No thing or no one can stand in the way if we're going to truly follow Jesus Christ. No thing or no person can stand. This is Jesus' message to his followers, those that are following him. He will not share his glory with anyone else. This is his message to those who follow him. Yeah, but, yeah, but, well, you got some problems. He's the only one truly worth following and modeling your life after. I want to be somebody you can respect. On the other hand, if you try to model your life totally after Gary, I'm afraid you're going to have some problems. I'm following a person just like you're following a person. His name is Jesus, not Gary. Amen? Now, we ought to have a life that others can follow us to Jesus. But we don't want to get them to follow them to me. Amen? Or follow them to you. We want to get you and me to get them to follow to Him. Amen? He will not be number two to anyone. Doesn't matter what you think. Not the closest friend on this earth. He will not be number two to that person. Now, you can make Him that. I did it for years. My family, they were number one until I didn't have the wife of 28 years. And I realized clear as crystal, Gary, I was not number one in your life. You must move me to number one. And from then on, I'll always be number one. No one else. You matter to me. You have value to me. It doesn't matter what your family, your friends, your church people, anyone ever says about you, Gary Clark. I love you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Make me your number one always. And no matter what happens, if mama's murdered, if your family is hurt and destroyed, I will still be there. I deserve to be number one. No one else deserves to be number one, Gary. Amen? Come on. 
It came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I'll follow you wherever you go. Jesus said, Foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man don't have where to lay his head. He said unto another, Follow me. And he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Sounds like Jesus is being mean. He's not. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury the dead. People die. Then what? Then who are you following? That's the point. Go thou and you preach the kingdom of God. Another said, Lord, I'll follow you, but let me first go bid farewell to them that are at home, the wife and the family and all that. And Jesus said, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. This is his message. Repent, believe the gospel, follow me. I will not be number two to anybody else in your life. You hearing the message of Jesus? The words of, these are my words. If it was my words, I'd make it a lot easier, okay? This is the way it is. What Jesus thinks. Am I done, Raj? Am I done? I guess I am. Let's praise the Lord. We're quitting anyway. Come on. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Woo! Amen.